Welcome back to Yoder's Art Music Box, Episode 3. And uh, we'll be talking about uh, a couple different things. Uh, but first, a little breakdown. I'll be back. So right now we're going to talk a bit about a song that Pearl Jam put out November 22nd, 1994 on their Vitology album. I believe it was their third. Yeah. And um, that means tomorrow will be the... Um, 26th anniversary of it this is November 21st uh, spin the black circle um, a celebration of uh, playing music on vinyl um, apparently it was when the music was being written um, Eddie Vedder was like can you speed this up you know, you're, this is at this speed, you know, can we speed it up a bit? <laughs> and, uh, it's very, um, what, punk something, you know, very, the rhythm is the lyrics, um, see the needle. Oh, see my hand, drop, drop, dropping it down. Oh, so gently, here it comes. Touch the flame, turn me up, won't turn you away. Then we go into the chorus. Um, Eddie's voice sounds like just energized, frenetic, um, maybe even ecstatic. Um, he goes on, pull it out. Uh, paper sleeve, oh my joy, only you deserve conceit. Oh, I'm so big, and my whole world, I'd rather you, rather you than her. I don't quite get all that, but it's kind of, I'm choosing uh, one over the other, which in the um, confines of the uh, previous you know, this whole song being, um, like, talking about playing vinyl, um, maybe is talking about, uh, choosing playing vinyl over, uh, CD or cassette or whatever. Um, do another chorus, and it comes down to, uh, oh, you're so warm, oh, the ritual, as I lay down your crooked arm. And then we got the chorus again, um, and that's the song. Um, 
in this time, uh, mid-90s, uh, vinyl had been slowly being worked out, not really um, as much vinyl releases as there had been. Uh, CDs that were really the way to go, and uh, yeah, uh, I know when I heard that Pearl Jam was going to put an album on vinyl, you know, they weren't my favorite band, but I was like, hey, you know, I like uh, vinyl and that, and if they're going to go that route, then I'll go ahead and pick it up, it sounds like it's something special. Um, but that brings us to the, um, the, like, the feeling behind the lyrics and the song, how, um, playing vinyl is almost like a religious experience. It's, a like a sacrament, a thing of mysterious and sacred significance. The, um, turntable is almost like an altar or a um, vestibule. Yeah. So you take the vinyl and you um, give it a, a dusting. You have your cloth or whatever, run it over like you're consecrating. And um, then you t pick up the needle and gently, you know, set it over the vinyl slowly get it on there um and that's your interaction the music starts you either uh sit back and relax and let the um sounds you know take you know go through you as uh, music is a vibrational thing as all sound is um, or, you know, let it excite you, and, you know, um, I know, especially with Spin the Lack Circle, the Ramones, um, um, other stuff, I'll be bopping my head, tapping my toes, you know, I might even, you know, if I have to get up, I'll be kind of dancing along, um, it is a transformative experience to get that inside you. Um, and, um, you know, it helps, you know, soothe, soothe you or um, get you excited. And um, there are... Um, in terms of performances, like going to concerts and stuff, um, blues uh, singers have talked about that. Um, singing the blues and, you know, just performers in general when they're doing their thing and they have that feedback from the crowd, it's like a <clears throat> community thing, you know, the audience is engaged and sometimes it's the you have the call and response um, is part of it sometimes it's the movement 
when the audience is able to dance or um, heck even mosh pits <clears throat> and um, it's almost like uh, meditation or you know there's the mantra of singing along with the performers uh, the call and response um, and uh, the movements because um, there's also like a forms of physically active meditation uh, as opposed to like the praying on uh, rosary beads or um, necklaces or whatever but the movements <clears throat> sorry my throat was getting dry there so there's that whole um, thing where the listener and the performer make a connection and the by the act of um, responding to that in a live performance um, the both parties get closer to a state of ecstasy or you know um, because they feed off each other um, I think Jim Morrison had a thing where he'd went to a psychology class or some in college and um, so he used that knowledge in his interactions with the audience when the doors and or him would perform and uh, so he'd try to get different reactions from them so but um, when it's just used to where I'm going to give these emotions out and then the audience is going to take that respond and then give their emotions back and it's like a big loop so it's interesting I've um, experienced that um, at a CJ Ramon um, and Shona Knife concert um, and other concerts too but that was a big one so um, yeah is there any experiences that you guys have had listening to music uh, being at a concert uh, that you know you felt um, you know changed you or was a transformative experience or whatever <laughs> um, let me know and uh, I'll be right back
So yeah, um, I think 2017, Shonen Knife was doing a tour through North America, and uh, they were stopping. Their opener was C.J. Ramon, who they're big fans of the Ramones, and um, they were stopping at a town nearby, well, Cincinnati, and live in Columbus. It's not that big of a drive. Drove down there with uh, two of my kids and their friends and whatever. and That was fun. And um, so it, the theater <laughs> wasn't huge and the crowd wasn't huge either. It was, you could walk around. You know, but it was fantastic. C.J. Ramon is just like, because um, I've listened listened to the Ramones, um, it's alive two record, and it's just like one song after another, after another, after another, and some so far into the concert, uh, C.J. would stop and say something, and then start going again and fantastic but yeah there's no place to sit unless you want to leave the the stage you know the area in front of the stage and you didn't want to and the music was just there and the beat and so you just kept moving and kept moving and I'm not a super hyperactive guy but I was able to just keep dancing around and pogoing and singing along and when that was over it was like a respite and then Shona Knife came out and that was different but the similar and it was just fantastic you know um but yeah amazing stuff and something that you know there's that connection between religion and music through uh, spirituals and hymns and all that. And yeah, there's um, it's a connection for a reason because the power that uh, sound and music and singing has over an audience that can connect to it is amazing. Just no doubt at all. Alrighty, okay, we'll have a quick uh, break and I'll be right back. So here we are, the end of the third episode, and uh, yeah, looking for feedback. If you want to, if you're using the uh, Anchor app, you can send a voice message. Uh, You can email me at jamesyoder underscore artist at yahoo.com. You can look me up on Instagram 
uh, million seventy two. You know, I'll put all that in the show notes and uh, let me know what you think. Uh, what you think of the harmonica um, intro, outro, interlude, whatever. Um, and thanks ahead of time for your feedback and thanks for listening. Uh, take care and I'll catch y'all later.